Hi guys, in today's episode of a new leader show, we're gonna talk about Generation Z, how are they different and how to become a great leader for them. So if you're interested, please stay tuned. My name is Anastasia Green and this channel is dedicated to leadership, empowerment and impact. If you're interested in these subjects, please subscribe below. Okay, let's begin. I personally love Generation Z. My little niece is turning 10 this year and I just absolutely adore observing how is she different than me. I'm generation millennials. We were the first generation who came and said that we want to have a mission. We want to have a work-life balance. We want to have more than just a paycheck in the end of the month. So the rules of the game had to change. I wonder why we were called the generation me. Well, I guess I'm sure you know why. We were the first one who came and we were so self-centered that we needed to create an environment that will suit us. And if it wouldn't suit us, we would quit. In San Francisco, the average time that millennials stay with the company is about 10 months. That's a little bit ridiculous and it costs a lot of money for the companies. By the way, on average, if you're hiring a tech person in San Francisco, it will cost you about $38,000 to acquire a new employee. That's when we started seeing that companies started making all these beautiful offices. They started adding coffee shops inside of the offices, play zones, relaxation zones, free food, uh, gyms, massages, and all these amazing corporate benefits we all love so much. Everything was done for the millennials. But it's a very interesting time because right now Generation Z is entering and let's talk about how they are different. Generation Z is the generation that came right after millennials. So it's those who've been born in late 90s, on average 97 to 2014. You know, I really like how uh, president of MTV called them the founders. Why? Because they came into the world that was already broken and they saw that it's broken. What is interesting and very different about them is that they saw that it's broken and they understood, they had the self-awareness that they can't break it even more. That's why let's chat about what are the top three motivation factors for Generation Z. Number one is self-expression. And as we all always talk about how AI, artificial intelligence, is gonna replace jobs, this is true, this is happening. And you can see how the generation is adapting to it. For Generation Z, number one thing is to be able to express themselves. What does it say about them? It says that they're very, very creative. And this is incredible because creativity will be number one quality for the human to be successful successful in the workplace and in general in life. So Generation Z is already showing that creativity and ability to express themselves is something that they value most. Number two, compared to millennials who are talking and putting in the center work-life balance for Generation Z, number two thing is global impact. And I just gave a talk about it yesterday here in Kiev about how new companies and corporations should be 
aware, should be conscious about the fact that they need to care about the global impact, that they can't just simply anymore do their businesses. I mean, of course they can for the next few years, but if you see in the global trends, most of the corporations are already investing tremendous amount of money and effort into making positive global impact. And that's how you're gonna understand and you're gonna speak the same language with your new kids on the block, those who care about global impact. It's incredible. This is the first generation that actually consciously thinking about how they're gonna make a positive impact on the world. So if you want to resonate with them as the leader, of course, as well, you have to understand how are they thinking about the how are they thinking about the world, how they're looking at the global problems. And number three is future plans. Again, I would say we're talking about global impact here. Generation Z is not fully present uh, in today. You know, and yes, as millennials, they care about instant gratification. They want things now, they want things fast, but they also see the picture of the future. And when they come to you as the leader, as the manager, they will be asking what's gonna be next. You know how before uh, we would come to the interview and we would be asked, what are your plans for the next five years? So with Generation Z, it's gonna be reversed. They will be asking where you wanna be in five years. Where is your company gonna be? Where are you looking? Which direction you're looking? So these guys are really future focused, which I think is important and incredible for our planet because right now, as any time before, we really need people who will be thinking, how we're gonna live in 50 years from now. So as the leader or as the manager, you really need to make a big shift in the way you're communicating, in the way you're positioning yourself, in the way you're connecting with this generation. If before you can just be a good organizational manager, right? You can assign tasks, you can create job description, you can make maybe a agile system for management that is very popular among uh, tech companies. So now you really have to come to the center of yourself and find your mission, your future, your impact, something that you really is here for. As Simon Sinek says, what is your why? Why are you doing this company? Why are you working for this company? Or why have you started this company? And if you are the founder, you really need to be so deeply connected and aligned with your why to be able to communicate to Generation Z and millennials as well, but Generation Z even to the highest point. So summarizing that as the leader, you have to, you must to become mission driven. You can't simply do your job. You can't simply put the mission on the website. You need to be on the level where your mission is communicated through every single word you say, where people can see the passion in your eyes and uh, hear that passion, hear the purpose in your words on uh, weekly meetings, on uh, interviews. Your mission should be in the DNA of your life. As the second one, I would like to say, you have to connect with the person first. You for them to fall in love in what you're doing, you can't be simply selling 
your vision. You can't be simply selling your vi your mission and your purpose of your company or where you want to get financially or where you want this person to take you business-wise if, if you're talking about the employee or a team member, right? You need to communicate who you are as the human being. This new generation, even though they're so device connected, so technology connected from the very first days of their lives, right? They were born pretty much with the iPhone in their hands and the Snapchat has been there. Um, this generation is very transparent. They are looking for the person. They are looking for the person behind the company. And if you're a leader, you want to be that person. And you have to be real. You can't put the corporate mask anymore and inspire people to join you on your mission. You have to show them how are you personally connected to what you're doing, who you are as the human being. Because when they're going to fall in love with you, they're going to fall in love with your mission. So really, we're talking about emotional intelligence here. You can't be disconnected anymore. You simply can't afford it. And just coming back again to the old ways of leadership where you can just simply control and push on, the, the, the dedicate the task to somebody, you won't be able to do it anymore. New generation will just turn their back on your company, on your mission, on your vision, and walk away towards somebody who will give them that higher purpose, towards somebody who will listen to them, towards somebody who will be open, transparent, and really enough to put the effort and to connect with them one-on-one. -on -one. I work with entrepreneurs a lot and I connect with a lot of young leaders and a lot of millennial entrepreneurs as well. Let's call young leaders anyone, anybody from 20 to 40, I guess. I don't want to discriminate. Young leaders have this idea that is, I think, also supported by social media. Uh, they try to impress. Uh, they try to look cool, they like to show the fancy cars or private jets uh, or show their successes. Um, this thing will stop working very soon and I want to prepare you guys for this shift. The new wave, the new generation, the new generation of leaders, that's why the show is called New Leaders will be transparent, will be real. People are getting tired of being impressed. There is too much fakeness and too much impression. New wave of leaders will be present, real, vulnerable. They will be highly emotionally intelligent. They will be compassionate. They will be better listeners than talkers. Yesterday, I gave a talk in Kiev. Uh, it was an incredible startup grind talk. And we were talking about transparency and we were talking about vulnerability. And guys were asking, how did I made it to Silicon Valley? How the girl from Ukraine was able to get to San Francisco and become part of the global entrepreneurial community and even start my own community out there. And you know what? They all were asking about successes. And I chose, I chose as my number one value transparency. So I shared how much it took me, how hard it was to get there, how many times I failed 
how many times I've been broken emotionally and physically and financially and all the fails that I met on my way you know what by the end of the talk every single person came to me and they told me thank you so much for sharing this this is, was so valuable and it was a risky step you know, they came to see and listen to this successful person, entrepreneur from San Francisco, and here she is sharing about her failures. But it connected us on a, such a different level. They started telling me their personal stories. They asked if I could mentor them. They asked if I could coach them. And they said that this was the most inspiring talk they heard in months. Why? Because it was real. Because I was able to be vulnerable. I was able to show the true story. And that's what I would like to encourage you to do, to share real stories, to show true you. I wanna share one small story with you. I'm sure you know about Abraham Lincoln. He's considered to be one of the greatest leaders of humanity and definitely one of the most incredible presidents of the United States. So when Abraham Lincoln was found in his clothes, they found a little piece of paper that was saying, you are the greatest president. So the question is, was he egotistical? Why would somebody such a high rank carry with them a reminder that he's a great president? Not so many of us know that during uh, his presidency, he wasn't that popular. He was mostly acknowledged after his death. So if you think about it, Abraham Lincoln was carrying this little reminder that he is the great president to stand out, to stand for his country and stand for his standards, to be that great leader. What does it show us? That even such a high level leaders, they need encouragement. And you guys, as new leaders, you can either push, you can manipulate, you can motivate, you can impress uh, your team and the people you're working with, or you can encourage them. So even if such a high level person as Abraham Lincoln needed to have this little reminder that he is great, what do you think about others? Of course, all of us so badly need encouragement. So when you especially start working with somebody from Generation Z, encourage them more. And for some of us, it sounds like, oh, we need to we need to give compliments all the time, even before they accomplish something. But this is not true. Encouraging is different. It's different. You're motivating them on a different level by showing how incredible they already are and also showing them the level that they can get. Maybe they're not there yet. The Great Recession taught Generation Z that they have to be entrepreneurial. That's why also seeing how other generations been struggling in their offices and really hating and being very stressed about jobs. The new generation, they start being entrepreneurs in a very early age. That's why we see this 20 years old billionaires even or millionaires uh, who are building companies, also solo entrepreneurs and even Instagram bloggers, all these young kids making money being so passionate about what they do. 
So if you would like to understand this workforce, you have to create environment for them in which they will be able to express their entrepreneurial spirit, where they will be able to grow, where they will be able to risk, experiment and see the results of their job. And what's very important and a lot of uh, leaders, especially the old generation leaders, they need to, Generation Z need to be able to take responsibility over the over their or the jobs they do so you can't simply give them a task and micromanage it's not gonna work it simply won't work for this generation they need to feel that this is their area of responsibility they need to see the results in what they do and you as the leader need to be there for them to support and also let go and I would like to finish with the words great leaders are not always the nice guys this generation want growth. They want to be better the day they were yesterday. So for you as the leader, you have to learn how you can say and manage and sometimes be tough. Give them tough love for them to get better. And for you is the way to become a better leader. With care, with compassion with all your emotional intelligence show this person how they can grow take them higher pull them up take them to the next level push them out as uh, maxwell in his book leadership says give them the ladder and then extend the ladder beyond you be above you take them up to your level and then push them up higher this is what the new leaders will do they will extend the ladders and they will support and they will be emotionally intelligent. So don't try to impress, empower, empower your team, empower your people. I believe in you. It was Anastasia Green, New Leaders Show. Please give like to this episode and subscribe. Share with your friends if you like it. It will really help me. It will really support me to get this word out. It's extremely hard in the beginning, but I'm sure I'm going to make it. So thank you guys for your attention. Have amazing days and nights. Anastasia Green, love.